You're listening to the Equip Podcast, a ministry of Austin Ridge Bible Church. To learn more about upcoming Equip classes and events, visit www.austinridge.org forward slash equip. Hey guys, we're back today with the first in a series of bonus episodes we'll be releasing over the next several weeks. Life has very quickly and drastically changed for all of us due to the coronavirus, and if you're feeling stressed or anxious, this episode is for you. Joey, Jeff, and Lori are discussing what it looks like for us to anchor ourselves in Christ in the midst of the uncertainties in this season. The team recorded this show in their homes, so you'll notice that the audio is a bit different, but they're social distancing along with the rest of us, so I'm excited for you to hear their perspectives and what they're learning. Enjoy. Steph and the kids were taking a walk and uh, uh, late last week, probably Friday, and Selah saw some of her friends on a walk, but like with their families. And they started running towards each other. And both both the <laughs> both the grandma and Stephanie were like, don't hug. <laughs> it's weird. Know. It's so weird. weird. It's the opposite advice we usually give. We usually go, oh, look how cute they are. Yeah. <laughs> and so they so wow. so Steph said they got like right here and they just stared at each other because they didn't know what to do. Oh. It was like oh, they couldn't high five. That's they awesome. couldn't hug. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty sad. It is weird. My, before this all got too crazy, um, my daughter was at a volleyball tournament. It was literally the weekend before all the shutdown happened. And they were at the 10 foot line and where they usually like slap hands under the net oh, yeah. and they just made a oh, yeah. wave. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. <laughs> so Joey did, uh, did Lori tell you that she cried on Sunday? Wait, why? It's, it's true. Like I, I, like, I don't, I don't, is there no proof? Because if there's no proof, I don't know if I can believe it. <laughs> I cried. I was watching this really cheesy. Um, who was it? Was it Brad Paisley, Jeff? Brad Paisley, I was yeah. Watching this really cheesy Brad Paisley clip where he was taking requests from people and playing them, and somebody requested um, the old old hymn, "I Come to the Garden Alone." Mm-hmm. And first of all, that was my great grandmother's <laughs> favorite song, and she mm-hmm. was the church pianist, mm-hmm. and she would play it on the the. Um, their old piano and she had really long nails and they would just click because mm. she wouldn't cut her nails <laughs> anyway. So it, he was singing that song and I was thinking about my great grandma and then he started breaking down while mm. he was singing it. He mm. couldn't get through it. Oh wow! And then I started crying. It was just me and Brad Paisley and my Mima. We were. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now that's interesting because not to like be so hyper focused on this, but I, I wonder would you have done that anyway? Like, like a month ago, would you have emotionally responded in that way? You think, I I just wonder, like we have all this pent up stuff like going on in us right now. And we have no idea how to, how to deal with, like we're we're trying to figure this thing out. And I just wonder if moments like that, that you had Sunday, Lori is like a a reaction to all this going on. I don't know. Probably because normally I have enough emotional energy Right. To make the cry not happen. Yeah, it was funny, Joey. She, she, uh, she. What was it? Sunday morning that that you texted me Probably. that, and I'm like, oh no, the coronavirus broke Lori. Well, you know, and that's the thing. Like, I, I just, Oof. I wonder. 
not to like, well, you guys sometimes get like, start focusing on me and my stuff. So I'm going to, I'm going to drill down mm. here on you, Lori, but I wonder if it there is, is. <laughs> uh, no, Philip's not here. So it's okay. Uh, <laughs> or TJ, one of those two. Or TJ. Frankly, you know, I'm not going to be mad at you for drilling <laughs> down. Just how I roll. Uh, but I think there is something there that maybe like we are learn. we're going to be learning things about all kinds of stuff, particularly ourselves through this season, because it's so drastically changed our way of life. And so I think there's going to be some revealing of not so good things, but possibly a revealing of some good things that might come from this. And uh, yeah, I don't know, not this, not to park on here too long, but. Well, but I had talked to you guys about that or not talked, but we had texted about that. Um, And then Brad stole it in his uh, sermon on Saturday, clearly, that I was thinking how this was really revealing some idols for me. Yes, right. Because when I feel anger or when I feel fear, and those have been my two go-to emotions, Mm. um, Mm. that's revealing some idols. I'm obviously putting um, my trust in some things that aren't God Mm. when the reaction that comes in a situation is either anger or fear. And it's made me really, you know, why am I angry? And why am I fearful? Right. And and that's been a good introspective. I've drilled down on myself, Joey, if that makes you feel better. There you go. Ooh. There you go. Yeah, I think that's just a couple of things I think we we should process for people who are also processing the same thing. Like I, I one of the things I was kind of uh, thinking about was just it's an opportunity. Um we have as a world, but particularly in the United States and even locally here in Austin, have been caused that um forced to slow down and in that slowing down um, things that we typically uh, with the tool of busyness um, sweep under the rug and ignore um, has given us the opportunity to now get those things out from under the rug and, and they face us and so now as the idols are revealed but also the um, some unhealth that is there we get to either face in a negative way and continue to, to ignore it and push it aside or, or in a healthy way, try to, try, so I think marriages people, you know, there's this, these jokes going around the internet right now of like, um, <laughs> there was, I'm trying to think of the one, but it basically is like, would you rather stay at home with your wife and kids? Oh, I love or, that guy. And he just yeah, goes B. B yeah. You know, A or B. And he goes B before. It matter, B. Yeah. But I really think we, uh, we want to encourage people listening to this to, say, okay, that, that is funny, but, um, what ways can I lean into press into my marriage right now in a way that the, provi- the opportunity wasn't provided before? Cause I was traveling 80% of the time. Well, now that's not happening anymore. Right. Or with your kids not being in school. Yeah. That, that might be, a, that might stink for a lot of people for a lot of reasons. But again, how can these situations be redeemed and, and how could God use that? Because again, if it's not a mistake and God knew this was going to happen, he knows what's going on in your life, all the things that we talk about in circumstances like these, then and what is God doing to help you through this? Yeah. The interesting thing though, we talked about this a little bit yesterday, Joey, is what we find is stuff like this is that our excuses are the exact same excuses are just come from a different angle. So I've talked to a guy and he's like, you know, I'm just, I'm so out of my routine. I'm just, I've got so much free time. I'm just not spending any time in God's word. No, like, dude, two weeks ago, it was because I'm so busy. Right. I don't have any time. 
and I'm not spending time in God's word. So it's the same thing with our, our spouses or anything else in our lives. Like if we were able to find a cop out for not addressing something or doing something or committing to something before, right. we'll take the exact same approach now if we don't decide to choose different. Right. right. We have to prioritize different things regardless of what's going on. And it's, it almost sounds like mean spirited, like, dude, come on, man, relax a little bit. But that, that's just the truth. Yeah. You know, it's like we are going to do what we want to do unless we choose to focus on Christ. It's like we've been talking about all season yeah, is, you know, they're called spiritual gonna... disciplines because they take discipline no yeah. matter what circumstance you're in. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it doesn't, you know, it's cer- certain things are easier with certain external things going on around you. Certain things are harder. Right. But it's just, and the how may need to shift, you know, when, how that side of thing may need to shift, but you know, making those decisions to prioritize, mm-hmm. whether it's time in God's word, whether it's having a meaningful conversation with your wife or husband or kids and not just a maintenance thing to get them from point A to point B, you know, actually mm-hmm. choosing to stop in those moments is still a decision. Yeah. Hey Joey, how is, how is your wife, Stephanie handling this? Like mm-hmm. I was just thinking as Jeff was talking and I don't, I don't want to be stereotypical here, mm-hmm. but I would say that, mom's lives have changed perhaps a little more than dad's, except now dads are stuck at home too, largely. (laughs) But I was just thinking like, I wonder how Stephanie is handling, like my time with God at the moment is, has to be sporadic. Mm -hmm. I haven't yet found 30 minutes that don't get interrupted. Yeah, that's really good. I think one of the things that's a little different for our situation is that the kids had been homeschooled. So as a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, last week, uh, like I guess it was Saturday or Sunday. So just a couple of days ago, we were like, hey, kids, you guys are doing really well. We're like responding to this and they're like responding to what? <laughs> and we're right, like, well, exactly. you know, the pandemic that's going around. And they're like, well, we sometimes just forget that that's happening. And so uh, even though we talk about it, even the process, it's so for Stephanie in particular, uh, the, the heart behind your question is it still has changed routine, even though, cause now I am home more or there was spring break. So what does that look like? And right. balancing. So I would, I would actually, I, I think want to hear from how some of people are approaching it. One of the great things, Lori, is I love how people have been posting on Facebook, what they're doing and how they're adapting right. because everybody now is like pulling together these thoughts and resources of like, what do I do with my kids all right. day long? And actually one of the things that Stephanie's been able to be a resource is she's had some moms text her and say, Hey, they're in school eight, nine hours a day. Certainly there's not eight or nine hours of work to be done. And Stephanie's like, no, right. there isn't like she does, you know, anywhere between two and four hours a day of education right. stuff. Other than that, man, they, this week is going to be beautiful. Like it's been really cruddy weather the last right. week. But Steph's like, get them outside, you know, being outside and actually studies have shown you're the education person, but studies have shown the more active a child is, the the, the better they are to sit and learn and concentrate. And so anyway, I know that's true of high schoolers too. I taught high school. We used to go outside all the time. Yeah. So as far as quiet time though, I mean, I think she has to always be, she's always been strategic in the way she's um, done that. And, And recently she started grad school. So it's interesting on that note. For Stephanie in this season, so she's teaching private piano lessons and she has about 15 students. She's in grad school. She homeschools the kids. And oh, yeah, I mean, she's she's married to me, right? That's exactly what I was going to (laughs) say. And so, and, you know, the whole child rearing, raising, I mean, just taking care of the home. I mean, there's so many things there. It's actually the fact that she's been busier at home wearing those hats has driven her towards discipline. She's had to stay ahead and be more intentional. And so she's getting up earlier than she had been before. Right. Um, she's being intent. We're not just 
necessarily just turning on Netflix at eight o'clock or eight thirty when the kids go to bed. Like there's just been more strategic switches we've had to make. So actually, I think while we're not as busy out in the world, we're busier in home. It actually can cause you to to lean into discipline. I feel like yeah. you go one or two ways, Jeff. What do you think about that? Like some people in this kind of stuff run to God and get more discipline and get more you know, all of those kind of things, and some people just sort of check out, like I'll get back mm. to that kind of stuff when normal mm. returns. Yeah. I think if you're already doing it, already have that, I don't, I would hope that you wouldn't check out. Mm. Like if it really is a discipline that you wouldn't check out because of that, you hadn't already, it's a hard time to stop, but I mean, you kind of have no excuses. I mean, a hard time to start, but you kind of have no excuses for not starting mm-hmm. because you literally just a lot of hours handed to you that you didn't have prior. I mean, we just got the notice that what tonight, right? Was what's what's say March twenty fourth, twenty fifth? Yeah, that, you know, tonight it's shelter at home or right. shelter in place. Yeah, until April thirteenth. Yeah. yeah, everybody's got at least a few extra hours in their day. But yeah, it's at some point you have to choose to do it, just like anything. I, like I think that is a danger, Lori, because I've been thinking about that. Like because you, Jeff, you mentioned uh, people are already out of routine, therefore, they can't get into it, all the excuses, all the things. But I think checking out and saying, you know what, church is canceled for eight to 10 weeks. My And, and subconsciously to say, so is my spiritual life. And man, this is the time. Uh, we were just talking earlier, while we might go back to the way, not completely the way things were in, you know, whenever, August, September, mm-hmm. But for now, it's a it's a precursor to a, a new age for the world, but also as the church. And so um, for you as individual, my prayer is that it will be a catalyst in your spiritual walk from here on out. What about you, Lori? I am an all or nothing kind of person in almost every area of my life. Hmm. Like I am um, a ridiculously disciplined eater and workout person, or I am binge eating an entire bag of cheese burritos. <laughs> I have very little moderation mm. in my life in anything. So this has thrown me for a great big loop because mm. when I have a little bit of free time, guess what happens? It all turns into free time. Mm. Does that make sense? Like that's my, yeah. per- that's my personality. And so I'm having to get really intentional mm. about Cause I get in this, well, I'll do it later mode <laughs> Right. because I have all this time. And so I'll just do it later and then I don't do it. Mm-hmm. And so different personalities are going to respond to this in different ways. Mine has not been all that great mm. because I need the discipline in my day to be disciplined. Like when I've got 25 things on my calendar, I check them all off because mm. I know the time mm. is limited. Yeah. And so I have to do it. Having more time has made me lazier. Yeah. So I'm working on it. Yeah, no, I I feel similarly in terms of I didn't realize how much I relied on routine. You know, this goes back to Jeff. I'm kind of being the guy that you said you had heard, you know, but like I didn't realize how much I relied on routine. And so when that routine is shaken, and I agree with Lori that my eyes get off the, the prize or the goal or, you know, whatever, and I just kind of meander. And we all know spiritually, you can't meander, you know, and right. we know Meander's that. Meander's a good word, Joey. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm doing. It's like just mm-hmm. sort of, eh. Yeah. And so if you're not, you know, all the phrases, if you're not moving forward, you're moving backwards. If, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, it's not, it's not hot, cold, lukewarm, you know, being lukewarm, it's just, yeah, yeah not good. Well, one thing, and not to be two armchair psychologists here, but what's behind the desire to dial it back, to take a breath or whatever? Because I mean, for a lot of people, I mean, there's, real sadness, there's real loss, there's real 
fear, there's real anxiety and all those underlying things will cause us to do. I mean, I'm, I guess I'm kind of taking my answer back a little bit, Lord, what you asked while ago. <laughs> somebody that, because really, as I'm thinking about it, somebody that is really disciplined, if something bad happens to that person or near them that affects them at a, a heart level or, mm-hmm. you know, an emotional, uh, at, a, at a psychological level, you may not do things the way you normally would. I think day I was Second Samuel twelve after David after he's been told by Nathan you know God knows about your sin you know he goes into this kind of deep depression but when he finds out what God's actually going to do he gets up takes a shower yeah, that's right washes his face and he goes back to work yeah you know like there, there there is an appropriate time for mourning there is an appropriate time for for dealing with how you're feeling mm. kind of thing right. but there's also a time to say you know what God's going to do what God needs to do and what is best. And there, since I trust him, I need to wash my face and take a shower and I need to get back to work. And so for, you know, in this season, we have to find what wisdom is in the yeah. situation and what's the appropriate time for morning, appropriate time for catching your breath, taking it all in. And then now let's get back in the game. But, and, but that game's going to look different. Right. You know? uh, just, just, <laughs> just the fact that we're having to get our life tomorrow. groups and our D groups, they're meeting on zoom, you know, it's right. like, we want you to stay in community, but that community looks different now. So uh, and everybody's not going to move at the same pace. So we have to be you know, gracious towards one another. Yeah. Man, there's a lot of people asking a lot of questions and there's a lot of yeah. freaking out. Um, one of the episodes we did in season three, we talked about being reasonable um, and and being gentle as we speak into people in, in this time. We don't need to be Bible thumpers. You know, we don't need yeah. to come. Not cro- yeah, we don't need to cross line. Uh, yeah, uh, we, we need to be a people that just, but do step into the, the gaps that are created here. So how, how do you see that happening in a practical way, the way we're living life now? So Jared and I are in an interesting position because our business is personal finance and money managing. So that's a whole different aspect of this that a lot of people aren't experiencing, which is the economic side of this. Mm. Probably most people are like, oh man, this is bad for the economy and support small business and all of those kinds of things. But it's pretty big Mm. what we're dealing with because we're dealing with people's personal finances and future. And there's been a lot of opportunity for us, just even with clients Mm -hmm. to be able to say, well, God is in control and we are doing everything. We're being smart as far as a a business goes, but we can't promise you anything except that God is good. Sometimes what we call good and what he calls good are not the same thing, but God is good no matter what happens. Mm -hmm. And so it it is, I personally think it's a good time to have a conversation with our version of good and God's version of good are not always the same thing. And that's the rub. Right. Right. And I I can't answer. I don't have a platitude answer (laughs) because this doesn't seem good to me either. Right. But I serve a God who's really big. And if he and I had the same thoughts, then we would both be God. And then that wouldn't work out so good. Right, right. No, that's good. But you, Jeff, ways in which, hmm. you know, I, I think one of the, I guess one of the things that have come from this, um, I mean, everybody's social media was churchified on Sunday, right? I mean, everybody was sharing their churches globally, the church services that were happening. And, and again, even if people click on that for two minutes, five minutes, or the whole thing, we're seeing the gospel spread. <laughs> like when's the last, I mean, the opportunity for people to hear is, is the greatest in my lifetime. I don't know if it's an overstatement, but I mean, again, people have to click on it and watch, but isn't it, isn't it quite the opportunity the church has to, to be winsome in the way they're, they're doing this, at least from a social media standpoint, we, social media has been, has been, uh, tr- trashed, so to speak, in terms of its 
because there is a lot of negativity that does come from the internet. <laughs> but as God would have it, as he always does, like redeeming something mm-hmm. is such a God thing to do. Well, and I think too, if we're going to post our church online, we better also then be living it out with our mouths and our yeah, feet. Right. Um, what's your to, line? To what's your line with your daughter? You, what's my be, what? Be like Jesus so they like Jesus. Act like Jesus so that people yeah, like yeah, Jesus. Yeah. No, yeah, be like Jesus so people will like yeah, Jesus. Either yeah, way. Yeah. 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 Well, this, I mean, this past week has been like Christian evangelical Twitter at its worst with <laughs> right. all the COVID stuff. At the same it's time, it's like, yeah, the church has this great opportunity, but hey, I sat at home today and read an article and it affirmed what I already <laughs> thought. So everyone should know about yeah. it. Yeah. You know, it's like, we've got to, we've got to resist that urge. It's like, it's not that hard to just talk about Jesus. Right. I mean, Brad does it week in, week out, almost to the point of, Hey, Brad, is there another point to the sermon? <laughs> nope, it's always going to be Jesus, God's sovereignty. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, but when you when you boil it down and you can view things through a few consistent lenses, mm-hmm. man, let's just talk about that. Gosh, quit acting like you're a data analyst. Quit assuming that everyone should agree with you just because of a particular thing. And man, let's just talk about Jesus. I think that's the church's opportunity. Like if we can reclaim the airwaves, so to speak, for that message, oh man, this will be a huge win for the church. Man, if we allow ourselves to keep getting trapped in this echo chamber that we try to create for ourselves, man, it's just not, it's just a bad look for the church. It's a bad look for anybody. It's a really bad look for, for, for Christ. Yeah, for sure. Hey, a couple thoughts. Um, one, let's let's give them a couple of practical resources that our church has kind of put together. Yeah. Two, let's give them a sneak peek of like, we actually haven't discussed this yet, so they're going to see behind the curtain, so to speak, of things we want to discuss in the in the subsequent episodes that are coming and how we respond to this. So, for example, you know, we always say God is sovereign, God is good. Like that phrase during times like this, mm-hmm. other other topics that we might talk about. So let me first do this, um, austrange.org slash COVID-19 is a resource put together. If you're in need of assistance, if you know someone in need of assistance, go there. There's a form uh, there. Uh, If you would like to help, we have a ways to respond option for you uh, to go click on that, uh, whether with your time, with your resources. Uh, And then there is worship at home. So you can reach that at austrange.org slash worship at home or through the COVID-19 website. And there's things on how to worship as a family, things for your kids, obviously the worship that we're putting up there on Sundays, as well as Brad's messages. And then there's an FAQ section because there's other questions that you have. And one of those in particular for FAQ is how you still meet together. One, if you need to get connected at Austin Ridge, we're still going to help you get connected. And so there's a contact form for you to fill out. And also, um, if you're in a group, man, don't don't forsake the gathering of one another. It's so important to make sure uh, you're doing that. Jeff, am I missing anything from a church standpoint? Do we want to remind our people? Not at this point. I mean, we're going to keep rolling stuff out because this isn't going to go away in a week. So we're going to continue to figure out, you know, simple and uh, strategic ways for people to connect in community, to pray with somebody, to just, you know, things that make the church the church. You know, that's the thing we're going to try to continue to figure out is how do we do that when we can't be in the same physical space with each other? Um, Women's Ministry has a couple things going. The first one is um, on its Instagram page, which is Ridge Women BC, BC for BK. Um, and also on the Women's Ministry Facebook page, which is Austin Ridge BK Women's Ministry. Yeah. Um, we're reading through the book of Acts. So one chapter a day, you read your chapter, and then you can get on there and comment about, you know, what stood out to you, what you learned, what someone else had taught you about that particular thing. And it's just a good way to stay engaged. But that started yesterday, March 23rd. 
Um, so anytime you want to jump in, you absolutely can. That's great. What, what I love, yeah, what I love about that is all of our ministries at all of our campuses have enacted a COVID-19 ministry plan <laughs> and we're not just sitting around waiting either. And so we would encourage you to check out our website um, and hopefully you've already been on a distribution list where you've gotten emails on things that you're doing. If you go to equip, excuse me, austinridge.org slash roundtables, at the very front, uh, there's ask your questions. Now's the time, man, if you're listening to this, please send in your questions. Uh, we'd love for you to, to engage uh, those and things that are in your heart and your mind. And so go to austinridge.org slash roundtables and uh, send in uh, those questions. That'd be great. What kind of conversation you think over the next uh, couple of weeks we're going to be having or wanting to unpack for our people. I think we're going to keep talking about what we've been talking about all season yeah. this past season is what is being a Christ follower and yeah, that's what we're going to keep talking about. Who knew when you know, we started we, this, it was going to be yeah, being a Christ heavens. follower and stuck in your house. Yeah, there's <laughs> yeah. so much there. Yeah. And, and actually we talked about earlier that there's so many past episodes we did this season that's so relevant for times, mm -hmm. for times like these. I think that, you know, I mean, really and truly, like we talked about how we're, either becoming apathetic or whatever, and, and people will fall away from the church through this season and people will start coming to the church through this season. And, yeah. and you know, there's that Matthew 13, God separating the, the wheat from the tares or the good seed and the bad seed. And I think we're going to see that. And I think kind of conversing on what that looks like um, right. and that kind of stuff. Um, so I was just reading that this morning, Joey, I read it in Matthew, then I read it in Mark mm. and then I read it in Luke. I'm on Luke oh, right nice, now. Yeah. And, and you know, what really jumped out to me about that was just the concept of, of perseverance. Like mm. how do the seeds, because remember there's the one seed that falls in with joy, it, it accepts it, but then there's no root. And so mm -hmm. it withers away. And it was so cool to look at the good seed. The one that takes hold is because it perseveres. Mm. Yeah. And, and that That's was good. really meaningful to me this morning you know, kind of based on the conversation we just had where I am not doing a good job of persevering. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's great because some people might be thinking, oh no, I've been slacking the last week and a half. Um, am I not, am I not saved? You know, like we want to, right. we want to, we want to challenge people. Um, we certainly want to encourage people, you know, through this conversation yeah, sure. as we navigate this um, yep. as well. Well, uh, so grateful for this time that we've had. And uh, again, check us out, austrian.org. Uh, slash roundtables. Obviously, you found us here because this is a podcast, but uh, go ahead and share uh, this. People can find us on uh, iTunes and Stitcher if they type in Equip Roundtables, and you'll find us and subscribe and share. And uh, we look forward to hanging out with you this way and hopefully encouraging you in your walk with the Lord uh, as we get through this time. Thanks for listening today. If you'd like to hear the team speak on a certain topic in the future, please email your requests to equip at austinridge.org. Finally, we'd love for you to share and subscribe. Hope you join us again next week.